Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. This turn down. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy A Double. You're now tuned in to episode one four tattoo of Do Rags and Boat Shoes. Sorry for the wait. Uh, just had a lot of things going on last week. That's why you guys didn't get an episode. I was gonna try to squeeze it in uh, that Saturday um, and then you know release it Monday morning, but it just don't work like that. I didn't want to give you guys a half-ass show, and you know uh, the show will be a lot of ums. Uh, and me speeding through it and you end up with like a fucking 25 minute show you know what i'm saying i didn't want to do that to y'all i didn't want to shortchange y'all i didn't want to uh fuck up the process that i go through so here we are you're now rocking with the best and tuned in to the motherfucking greatest um shout out to my man hove i think uh today uh marks uh 15 years for the uh the black album coming out so that's pretty pretty dope and just shows me how old i am i am old as fucking fuck (laughs) that always hurts seeing that but uh yesterday um man tuesday i was recording the show and i record in different segments um i record different segments at different times so i am going through selling hope like dope and my dog starts barking so i'm downstairs in my office recording the show um and my dog boo her little fat ass is upstairs little chubby ass is upstairs and she's barking usually she's down here with me in her bed she has a little bed in my office she's usually down there chilling but she wanted to soak in the sunlight because her bed upstairs this, this bitch got three different beds she got one in my office one in the living room and then she got one in our bedroom so this bitch is spoiled and I can call her a bitch because that's the proper name for a dog, a female dog. But anyway, so her bed is uh, right by a big window where the sunlight hits and she likes, you know, soaking in that. So she didn't want to come downstairs, but I left the doors open so she could come on down here when she felt like it. And so I just hear this barking. And then as I walk up the stairs and I get closer to the main level of the house, I'm hearing kids yelling and there's a man screaming outside i'm like oh shit so i f- pull open my front door rush outside i thought something bad was happening and it kind of was so i look i live on a four-way stop a very popular four-way stop on the north side in black omaha uh, and there is a brother outside in the four-way you know yelling at cars and screaming at the top of his lungs puerto rico just yelling at the top of his lungs like he's an extra in a goddamn pitbull video or a backup dancer but here's the crazy part this nigga was butt ass naked y'all balls and dick just swinging out ashy ass cheeks ashy knees elbows nipples out belly button out hips out this nigga was butt ass naked except for some socks and he is yelling at cars and school buses passing by and i feel so bad for children having to witness that but i think the kids were older i think it was like junior high and high school because it was still early in the day it was because uh the grade school the elementary kids get out at about four o'clock so this was about three o'clock you know 253 o'clock so this was the older kids you know and i know they didn't seen some dick and balls before because they started being curious and looking at shit on the internet um but it just was just so much it was so damn much and then there was a sister and two brothers out there trying to cover this man up and he up here you know just flailing his arms and swinging them and i recorded a video i posted it on twitter <laughs> in 1080p so y'all can get the full view of it and uh this nigga just started dancing in the middle of the four-way holding up traffic and shit 
And I know what y'all thinking uh, Double you talk all this shit How come you didn't go out there And help this brother cause he was on that shit And the reason I didn't help this brother Was because he's on that shit Now if a nigga got sense enough Ain't got sense enough To be out here butt ass naked in the cold With his dick shriveled up Dancing in the middle of a four way why am I going to take my black ass out there and try to help him when this nigga is clearly on something and he got that super duper ignorant ass Hulk strength, that Superman strength. So I go out there and try to help the brother. He flip out and he ripped my fucking esophagus out through my asshole. And then you ain't got a podcast. So that's why I just recorded the video. All right. I'm not about to put myself in no goddamn jeopardy. Now I ain't about to be out there with the with the home invasion pistol either, you know, and doing some crazy shit either. Cause I go out there with the pistol, then all of a sudden my brains is being blown out by the cops. You know what I'm saying? And the naked nigga is eating my remains or some shit like that. You know, that's just how I think, right? So that's why I just took a video and I brought my black ass back in the house and continue recording, selling hope like dope. All right. <laughs> But anyways, uh, let's get started on that good old Summer Jam screen. I know you guys appreciate my uh, little short stories for y'all, but that's the guy's honest truth. If y'all look at my Twitter page, um, Omaha Hostage, the, uh, the regular Twitter page, uh, I tagged the show's uh, 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 Twitter page on there, Do-Rags and Boat Shoes. So you can look in those mentions or you can follow Omaha Hostage to see the full video of your man hitting that... Uh, rock steady in the middle of the goddamn four-way holding up traffic okay so anyways um let me give y'all kanye west update i know y'all get tired of me talking about him but y'all know i'm a huge uh, kanye west fan and it's uh heartbreaking to uh see my mans out here being fucking kunye west so i was talking about him and candace owens in the last show on a uh, 141 and how they had these blexit t-shirts come out and then just last week god damn i got something in my teeth but anyways uh just last week kanye west went on a rant a twitter rant uh talking about how he was being used and all this other stuff to push further political agendas and he's going to step out of politics right kanye west is not very bright as we've learned from the numerous interviews that he's done he is not a bright man he's a musical genius but when it comes to social issues political issues uh just common damn sense kanye west ain't that bright he's not we just can keep it 100 and that's fine you know uh but he needs to recognize that we know that he's a musical genius we know that uh we know that he's a great performer great entertainer great songwriter singer songwriter producer you know musically he's just great he's amazing but when it comes to common sense and uh uh politics uh social issues and shit like that he just needs to shut the fuck up that's just what he really needs to do because he got stumped by simple ass questions as we saw on uh jimmy kimmel and then when he sat down with uh what's that man's name harvey weinstein or uh harvey levin i'm sorry of uh tmz and they just asked him some simple ass questions and uh he he couldn't answer them you know he starts uh he gets silent his gears start turning and then he comes up with a bullshit answer about love and all this other bullshit right so you know he goes on this rant talking about he was being used and blah 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 because it turns out that uh candace owens had a different designer or something with those t-shirts those blexit uh t-shirts meaning blacks exit from the democratic party and this was all just you know just a ploy to uh kind of uh you know um get black folks away from voting for democrats during the midterm elections and that's why you had all them coons going to the white house so close uh you know to the uh tuesday elections right so anyways uh so kanye didn't like that you know she made all this money off of these t-shirts using his name and all this other shit but some people are saying because he posted some pictures with LeVar Ball. He met with LeVar Ball. They said that LeVar Ball actually talked some sense into him. Uh, I know that's what like Black Sports Online was saying, BSO. And uh, some more people on Twitter, they were alluding to that. But here's my thing uh, with this whole Kanye West having this coming to Jesus moment. You know, he flip-flops, you know, just, just like some cheap-ass sandals. Um, but why did it take a black woman to try to 
you know capitalize off his name for him to be like oh shit people are using me but he couldn't see these white folks using him like the president uh the cheeto in chief and um uh other you know right wingers standing by him like uh lee or cohen uh throwing up that white supremacist symbol and he up here looking like he in a sunken place wearing this goddamn make america great again hat so that's what's kind of puzzling to me kanye west so when a black woman tries to jump on that train and you know use you to further her agenda and you know fatten her purse or her wallet then all of a sudden oh let me get out of politics niggas is trying to use me and all this other shit but you were fine when uh white pappy was using you that's what just that's what makes you just kind of looking funny in the fucking light you know what i'm saying but anyways let's move on hopefully you know some of y'all voted some of y'all didn't so we got to talk about that briefly um the danger with uh people coming becoming political scientists or political science majors uh during uh the few months out or weeks before an election a major election like midterms and things like that is uh is very dangerous because you got some people who wag their finger at you like oh your great grandmammy got hit in the head with a rock your great granddaddy you got his kneecap shot out trying to vote so you need to vote and then you got the black radicals who's just like oh you shouldn't vote at all unless it's a local election but then local elections come up and they still telling you not to vote <laughs> and then you got the the goddamn coons who just were like oh you need to get off the democratic plantation and come on over here what mode do you got to lose boss you know what i'm saying and that's just very disrespectful to be like well what the fuck you got to lose because you ain't got a damn thing to lose at all because you ain't got shit you know what I'm saying? It's just kind of a slap in the face. So it's like, come on and bring them numbers on over here and strengthen this party, even though they ain't going to do shit for you either. Right. So Dr. Claude Anderson gave us the blueprint and powernomics on how to basically empower the black vote. And so that's my issue uh, that I had with uh, black radicals telling people not to vote at all. Um, I see what they were saying to leverage the vote. But at the same time, you have to present that black agenda and get all these uh, people who don't vote on the same page to be like, yo, we're going to withhold our vote until we get this that and the third until we get a politician to basically push our agenda and how do you get a politician to push your agenda dr claude anderson told us we have to either buy a politician or rent them right so that's when you start creating super PACs that's the legal way of buying a politician so we start complaining about uh president barack obama former president barack obama not doing anything for black folks and he's doing everything for hispanics and uh the lgbtqiaa crowd and uh the uh native americans and we ain't doing shit but what you do not know is well what most people fail to recognize is these groups all wrote a big ass check to former president barack obama for his election and for his re-election when he was out here campaigning and that's what the fuck we need to do we can't just be out here being politically ignorant or politically immature and just be like oh you need to push a black agenda every politician wants you to grease their palm it should work in a way that you should leverage your vote like okay we got you know 60 70 million black folks you know all registered voters or tens of millions of black folks as voters i don't even know what's the population but it should be something close to like that um with 13 14 percent i don't even think that's the truth we don't be filling out that census form correct you know niggas be want to be two or more races and all this other shit when your mama black and your daddy black that's just what the fuck you are you fucking black quit being embarrassed of being black but that's another uh situation we got those uh goddamn um census coming up in 2020 and we got the the redrawing of districts going to happen because of that so black folks really need to start filling out them census forms and then that way we can control gerrymandering and things like that and we can have more of us you know uh, leverage our votes and things like that and stop these goddamn right wingers from you know drawing a line right through your district and having your vote not even fucking count if you even vote for a goddamn democrat everybody else in your district all of a sudden they didn't drew, drew your district as a figure eight and inside the figure eight is just all white folks who vote republican you know what i'm saying so they can keep power so that's we have to just stop being politically immature but going back to my original point and what i was saying is 
that's the reason you know the original reason it should be we should be a collective pool of voters and it should work in a sense of okay here's our list of demands and then we'll get you into the you know up on the hill up there at capitol hill and get you a goddamn job if you push our agenda if not we're gonna get you the fuck up out the paint but now you have to do that with a goddamn check in your hand that's what you have to fucking do so we have to start building these super packs if you look at the native americans even though a lot of them are five dollar indians they wrote uh checks for millions of dollars for president obama and if you look at the first stimulus package to bail out these banks and big companies that were quote unquote too big to fail they actually earmarked uh billions of dollars for the native americans you know so to be dispersed out to the five uh what do they call them tribes civilized tribes or whatever and then you looked at the lgbtqiaa a lot of those gay celebrities and uh gay rights groups and activists they all came together wrote a check for president obama same thing when we had the dreamers act passed and that was actually um he actually took parts of that from a republican uh bill that was being proposed uh i think during the bush era but then shit just kind of went south after 9 11 happened okay um and with that even though barack obama former president barack obama was the deporter in chief that's what a lot of mexicans called him or people uh south of the border south of texas uh he still created that dreamers act and the people that he got rid of even though he was deporting you know tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of people they all had uh, records they all had criminal records and uh you know eva longoria her and her latino the latinx whatever you want to call it uh you know group wrote a check for millions of dollars and was like hey this is the agenda we need you to push this dreamers act and this naturalization shit and all all of that so that's what fucking happened but we be up here screaming we thought that us showing up in high record numbers to vote for uh president barack obama's yellow ass big ear yellow ass we thought that that was just supposed to be good enough you know what i'm saying then he came out and what was that black enterprise magazine talking about that he wasn't the president of black america he's the president of the united states right so then you just like god damn for real but if we would have came with a goddamn check in our hand for a few million dollars it would have been a whole different story so that's pretty much all i have to say about voting and when it comes to that we have to be be thinking chess not checkers you know we start thinking chess moves a goddamn month out before the election happens like soon as the cheeto in chief was sworn in we should have been thinking about 2020 you know started getting this money together creating a super pack and trying to build somebody up from the grassroots level on up until the, and get them in that fucking white house you know what i'm saying we can't let the establishment uh push out somebody just to be like oh here's your guy like i've never seen this nigga before in my life you know what i'm saying it was just kind of like uh um uh, barack obama that nigga just came out of nowhere boy he was just like yo whose mans is this like he had that great speech at the uh what was that 2004 dnc um convention or whatever and he had that great speech and it was like oh yeah this is such and such and then you didn't really hear nothing about him and then he jumped into the the presidential race you know 07 and then he just was out there selling hope like dope kind of took on that dr king mantra and then he's like oh shit okay this is the guy but even hillary clinton with her uh racist ass was thinking oh ain't nobody gonna vote for a black guy no nobody's ready for that and then america was black america was like what the fuck ever nigga you know what i'm saying fuck what you talking about this is our guy right here but he just kind of came out of nowhere you didn't really hear about things that he was doing in chicago uh you know in illinois and chicago in that area you didn't hear shit about what he was doing then all of a sudden it's just like oh he's the man and it's just like okay I, I guess we're just gonna go with this all right all right all right let's see what happens but the whole point is we have to find some politician that's out here you know on the grind feet to the pavement doing the work and just kind of you know raise them up you know what i'm saying get them you know we got to be that battery in their back you know what i'm saying for them to be strong enough to not coon out and to not be afraid of offending the dominant society because 
when it gets to that point when black folks start writing a check and leveraging our vote then that's when we're is you're going to see a lot of folks a lot of folks going to be looking at us funny in the light they're going to be trying to hold us up to the light and see if we're one of those blacks you know what i'm saying one of those blacks that are politically mature and you know very well versed in political science and knowing how the system works you know what i'm saying so it's money you know it's hustle plus muscle that's all it is that's all it is so that's pretty much all i have to say about um voting um so we really just need to kind of get that ball rolling and uh start thinking about 2020 that's what we really need to do and we need to start worry about you know the redrawing of these districts and this next uh, census coming out i know a lot of black folks like oh that's how the government keep track of you and all this other shit you got damn right and it's more more of us than we let on with this goddamn 13 percent 12 13 percent of us it's a lot more black folks than that here and i know that for a goddamn fact but we don't be filling out that paper and like i said we think we too cute and we be like oh man i think i got a little cherokee in me and i think there's a little bit of pacific islander in there because you know my grandmama's first cousin she looked like uh the big nigga from that moana movie that the rock was talking about you know it's just goofy shit like that so you trying to be cute and mark down two or more races yet nigga your mama black and your daddy black you black that's what it boils down to all right even though i took that goddamn test uh my wife got me that test uh you know for my dna and it said that i'm 75 percent african and 25 percent european nigga i'm black that's just what it boils down to in this system i am black all right and i'm not embarrassed to be black but anyways uh speaking of uh political uh correctness and all this other shit what's up with your girl Alyssa milano <clears throat> and deborah messing so Alyssa milano came out last week late last week and was talking about something came out in an article she was talking to some people or something like that and uh deborah messing jumped on her back to to pat her on the back and shit like that saying that she will not speak at the next women's march because uh, linda sarsour and uh, tamika mallory remain part of the leadership and refuse to publicly condemn uh the honorable lewis farrakhan you know of the noi of the fruit and uh you know this ain't nothing new you know these uh so-called white allies you know they always have conditions when it comes to their support you know what i'm saying and i did a show god damn it might have still been in the two digits um because we're on 142 now i already did a, a show where uh i'll talk talked about the sister tamika mallory um this was what last year a couple years ago when the first women's march or whatever because i've been to both of them so it was two years ago when the cheeto in chief first got elected god damn cuz gonna make it all them four years ain't he but uh Tamika Mallory, she already wrote a piece on News One, and I think I read that whole open letter that she wrote, you know, about her reasons for attending the Savior's Day, you know, and how the women of the NOI of the Fruit helped her after her boyfriend was gunned down, you know, years ago. And uh, and she even mentioned it in her uh, her open letter that this was similar to the sister, uh, the godmother of uh, civil rights, look her up, Dr. Dorothy Height. You know, and uh, Dr. Dorothy Height, she caught similar hell um, for attending the Million Man March, the first one back in 95. And she was the president of the National Council of Negro Women. So she had other women in the council, outside of the council of different women's groups and advocates. They were trying to shame her uh, to not go into that. And the council afterwards actually suffered from a lack of financial support just because she went to the march and spoke there you know so this ain't nothing new um now i will say this a million times the white feminist movement has always been about sharing power with the white man that's what it's always been about always i don't care if you think you are liberal feminist or you're a conservative feminist it's always been about sharing that power with the white man with your gender opposite it's about being up there and having the same power as him it's never been about uh sharing power you know oh i'm not sharing power but lifting up other non-white women it's never been about that 
So Alyssa is just falling right in line by trying to shame a black woman and a brown woman of Muslim faith. She looking funny in the light, ain't she? But what Alyssa needs to really do and focus on if she's about that life is getting her fellow white women in order and ask them why are they still voting against their own self-interest. Look at them goddamn numbers from the midterm elections, how they fell right in line with the men because like I said, this white feminist movement, it's always been about sharing power with the white man, okay? And uh, salute to uh, Tamika Mallory and the uh, the other sister, uh, what's what's that woman's name? Sarsour, Linda Sarsour, just for, you know, sticking by their guns. And the way that Tamika wrote out that letter was beautiful because she is saying that she doesn't support some of the minister's views with the anti-semitism and things of that sort but she's saying that you know he supports her and her movement and women across the board okay and she's working with different groups to get them on the same page to further push the women's agenda across gender lines across racial lines across ethnicity lines across religious lines to all push up different women in different groups to come together as a whole to support women in their fight for equality and Alyssa can't see that all right all right so moving on last thing I just want to say hello to Jill Scott how you doing how your mama been we've all seen the video thank you my nigga Hove what you got to say don't be the next get tested on that summer jam screen all right thank you so much tyrone biggums uh nigga your cousin is outside in a four-way stop dancing butt-ass naked i need you to go get him all right <laughs> so when i record uh goddamn summer jam screen i'll explain to the listeners later but you need to go get that motherfucker right now all right i paid too much in property taxes for this bullshit to be happening all right so moving on to selling hope like dope oh we have to give it to the uh gay liberal latina uh perez hilton okay uh late last late last week or yeah was it last week something like that let me see uh, yeah so this was right around halloween okay so i didn't do the show last week uh but this was uh so late last week yeah yeah something like that um your man's tweeted something out agreeing with the cheeto in chief and he said i don't agree with donald trump on many things but i do in capital letters do think that if a child is born in america to parents who are here illegally that they should not be granted automatic citizenship and i say this as a liberal and a latina <sighs> now if y'all know who perez hilton is he's the gossip guy you know who tried to make he made his name for himself during the you know paris hilton's time when she was big back in the early 2000s and mid 2000s so he came up with perez hilton to piggyback off of her name okay so he started doing gossip and shit like that and i think he had a, a show briefly or something like that anyways <laughs> this just and he 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 doesn't look latino uh latin at all he he's a white latino uh and you know race is first always and this is just him falling right in line and shaming them darker uh them darker latin x folks for coming over here having a baby and the baby being here legally but them not okay um that's just him falling right in line so i am reading a fantastic book um well listening to it and i want to give y'all the name of it it's written by a puerto rican cat uh let me pull it up right here because he says a phrase in the book that just makes all the sense in the world to me so this book is called racism without racist colorblind racism and the persistence of racial inequality in america and it's by eduardo eduardo bonilla silva okay so i'm listening to the audiobook on uh scribed which is a great app it's only nine dollars a month and you can listen to as many books 
as you can stream right so y'all know i'm a trucker i'll be on the road a lot and so i just be blowing through books listening to them and then if i get when i get to a stop i'll jot down some notes or i'll bookmark a chapter when somebody says something specific so in this instance where this uh perez hilton is talking about he's a liberal latina to justify him agreeing with a racist policy to keep america you know majority white this boils down to you know perez hilton seeing himself as a white man first before anything and you know a lot of times we say that they're on code you know white folks are on code don't matter what you know what side of the bird they on the left wing or the right wing uh you know it don't matter if they are married to a you know a black spouse asian spouse or you know they're gay lesbian you know queer whatever transgender it doesn't matter you know a lot of times they just all get on code but just in different ways and he calls this in the book very briefly he calls it white common sense and it just blew my mind because i'm like that's what the fuck it is i saw a video of some more white common sense um of these voters in this small town this poor ass town that uh, aj plus so al jazeera uh did they sent out uh uh what was that a muslim uh to interview some trump supporters and then they were talking about how trump is divisive and all this other shit but they still voting republican and all this other shit and how it's energizing white supremacists and even though after this interview i think a lot the majority of that town still voted republican during the midterm elections and these uh and with these republicans not doing a damn thing for them and it was just white common sense them getting on the same page and i just thought that phrase just blew me the fuck away blew me the fuck away and it's a great book about liberal racism i'm uh three quarters of the way through it listening to it and it's just it's fascinating it's fascinating it talks about how liberal racism or colorblind racism boils down to blaming the victims of racism white supremacy and blaming the culture and you know and it shows these examples of like interviews with college kids who are supposed to be the most liberal and older uh and the older generation who have jobs and then also near retirees but it shows that the older folks you know um have bigoted views and so do the younger ones that's the common uh theme but they use different wording you know what i'm saying so it when they say blame the culture this reminded me of when don imus was calling those girls basketball players those women basketball players uh, nappy-headed hoes then it became okay let's not talk about don imus let's talk about rap music and black culture that's what you saw from cnn to fox news from the left wing all the way to the far right they were talking about the language used in black culture okay and the same thing happened when um somebody else said something racist i forgot who it was but then your man's don lemon was holding up a sign that said nigger and it said does this offend you then they had trinidad james on talking trying to defend the use of the n-word with black folks and all this other shit when that wasn't the issue at hand right so anytime a prominent white person does something overtly racist it's let's blame the culture like the word nigga ain't been out since god knows when hip-hop only been around what 40 years something like that a little bit over 40 years and here we are talking trying to blame hip-hop for uh, a white man in the mainstream being racist you see what i'm saying so and then it was talking about how gerrymandering no not gerrymandering but redlining uh basically kept you know black folks out up until now you know out of white neighborhoods and things of that sort and so they started asking you know these young college students okay why aren't there any black people that you grew up with and things like that and so they start blaming the black folks oh they just want to keep to themselves you know it's self-segregation 
that's what it boils down to and another fascinating thing that they found is that most white people don't interact with non-whites on a on a regular level until they're older until it's like high school or even college in the study and that was just fascinating to me and they say when white people grow up that way they can't they grow up in their own bubble and they don't you know empathize or see other groups in the same way that they see their own people you see what i'm saying and they consider that quote-unquote black friend is usually just somebody that they know their name and that they work with they've never hung out with that person outside of work that person's never met their family or significant other and they've never just been out just hanging out nothing like that it's either a roommate in college somebody they work with or a black person that was in class with them it's just it's a fascinating book fascinating book but i just wanted to uh just say that this was just Paris Hilton, Perez Hilton exercising his white common sense falling right in line. You know what I'm saying? You have a so-called gay liberal Hillary stan Latina up here talking about and most of the people who benefit from that uh, born on American soil. So you're American are Latinx folks. But it could, it's the darker ones that he's ashamed of. It's not the ones that, you know, could pass for white. You see what I'm saying? So that's just him practicing white common sense. I just think that is a fascinating phrase to say when white folks fall in line with racism, white supremacy, and just fall on code, just get on code. It's white common sense. That's what it boils down to. But Perez Hilton out here selling hope like damn dope. This portion of Do Rags and Boat Shoes has been brought to you by the letter L, as in, hey yo my guy, my hands are full, give me a hand here, can you hold this L? Alright, so holding the L this week, um, I know we talk a lot about uh, the Cheeto in Chief, uh, my man's gotta hold this L. I don't understand how his skin is so thin, but he talks so much shit. So if y'all saw last week, Jim Acosta, the, uh, the uh, chief White House correspondent for uh, the Clinton News Network, CNN, <laughs> uh, he was at the White House and he was asking some tough questions to the Cheeto in chief. And he got so worked up that he had a White House aide uh, attempt to take the microphone from Acosta and uh, Acosta, you know, pulled the mic away, was like, no, hold on, I'm still speaking and this shit is just blown out of you know it's just been blown out of proportion now it's just in the atmosphere now uh it's to the point where they revoked his uh his secret his uh press pass so he can't be on white house grounds and he can't you know be in the room to ask questions to uh, or answer to ask questions uh you know to the uh to uh sarah huckabee sanders and to the cheeto in chief and so cnn is just like okay fuck it we're about to sue so they're taking legal action against this administration uh you know about freedom of speech and you know all this other shit and freedom of the press is the main thing and i think the justice department is actually fighting back and there was a wall street journal uh article that was saying that there is some sort of legal loophole where the president of the United States can uh, bar uh, the press from the White House for their tone and for their uh, coverage or some something to, something to that extent. There is some legal loophole that could allow him to continue to bar people from the White House. And you know what's fucking crazy? The reason that I have this man holding this L is his favorite news network, Faux News, Fox News, came out in support of CNN's legal motion against this administration. And let me read the official statement from uh, Jay Wallace, the president of Fox News. He says, Fox News supports CNN in its legal effort to regain its White House reporter's press credential. 
we intend to file an amicus brief with the U.S. District Court. Secret Service uh, passes for working White House journalists should never be weaponized. While we don't condone the growing antagonistic tone by both the president and the press at recent media avails, we do support a free press, access, and open exchanges for the American people. I'm waiting on the Cheeto in Chief. I'm, I got notifications turned on for this bastard to see what he's about to tweet. Because his favorite news network just kind of shitted on him right then and there. That's what I'm waiting on. That's what I'm waiting on from the Cheeto in Chief. Okay? Uh, he ain't tweeted anything about it yet. So we will see what happens once he gets his nine hours of television in and then he's up at five o'clock in the morning and he got them Twitter fingers going. Uh, because, you know, it's a damn shame when faux news is agreeing with the left with something like CNN. That's wild to me. That's some wild shit. And, uh, you know, this administration looking a little funny in the light. It's been looking funny in the light to us with some common sense, but it's looking funny in the light when faux news is like holding it up to the light like you know what you know this shit ain't right this shit ain't right we gotta stand with cnn that that's amazing to me i don't know about y'all but i just found that just simply just wow like okay all right maybe some people are are waking up who knows who knows i ain't gonna jump on that fox coon train yet you know, I ain't going to turn into a coon hound or nothing like <laughs> nothing like that. But I just found that fascinating. But uh, it's just amazing to me. Like I said before, at the beginning of this segment, this man talks so much shit on Twitter in person. But he just he can't take it once you start asking him some hard hitting questions, not assassinating his character, but just holding him accountable for his words and his actions. That man is like a grown child, you know, like a preteen child. That is wild. So the Cheeto in Chief, you have to hold this L. Please don't take my press pass from me. Just please don't. Please don't. Ah, fuck out of here. I'm going to keep rocking on this goddamn podcast. Let's move on. You win. Perfect. All right, so moving on to not all heroes wear capes. We have to give it to the teacher, Marston Riley of uh, California, okay? Uh, I am all for a good-ass whooping. I am. I'm going to keep it all the way 100, okay? Um, so let me just break this down. This, was, this happened at Maywood Academy High School last week. Um, there was a situation where this video went viral on social media of this uh hispanic kid you know just was like attacking this music teacher comes into the classroom throws a basketball at this man's stomach groin area hits the teacher and he was like calling him nigga like it made his teeth white or it made him smarter every time he said it. he's like my nigga did you really do that come on my nigga why you lying nigga you lying on me bitch nigga nigga this nigga that bitch nigga uh just and this is a little hispanic kid little latinx guy just niggering it up just nigga this nigga that calling them all kind of bitches and all in his face and this brother this teacher this music teacher marston riley this brother is 64 years old born in the jim crow era uh, you know, was a child in the Jim Crow era, and he, you know, he tried to, you know, he was like, you better, you know, hey, you better chill out, you better cool out, he gave this child numerous warnings in the video, if y'all watch it, this man takes, you know, he's still calling them all kind of niggas, bitch niggas, and you know, classroom is giggling and laughing, and he just gets tired of it this man was tired <laughs> he is tired i know the frustration brother because i've seen it many a times on the ogs in my family from my mama on back 
when they tired of us when they just haul off and knock the shit out of you when they get tired of you testing them you know it's been a long day you don't know what your mom or your daddy been going through all day at work you know you they come home and you know you just trying them you know <laughs> you just trying them then all of a sudden next thing you know you got a goddamn belt going across your asshole <laughs> But this brother was tired. He goes to his, he takes off his glasses, sits him on his desk, walks back, and smacks the shit out of this kid. Smacks the shit out of this student. I mean, the spirit of the ancestors was in this brother's palm when he smacked the shit out of this boy. Then he just continues hauling off, breaking his fist off into this boy's head and his back. And uh, I didn't hear another nigga out that boy's mouth. <laughs> I tell you that right now. <laughs> and then it got to the point where he was whooping this boy's ass so bad, another student tried to jump in real quick. And the, and the teacher turned around and was like, who hit me? Who hit me? <laughs> and that, the boy who was hitting him didn't want none of that smoke. He didn't want the civil rights, fi the civil rights fist at all. He didn't want none of that smoke. He didn't want none of that classic smoke. He didn't want that Alabama smoke, that Alabama bus boycott smoke. He didn't want no parts of it. OK. And so, you know, the school district is planning on dismissing this brother, letting him go. And all I saw, the news can kiss my black ass. This is I I'm about to get my Perez Hilton on and say I agree with the Cheeto in chief when it comes to fake news because all I saw from local news agencies out there in California was they just showed the end of the video once the teacher starts swinging that's all that they showed but luckily on social media that's what I love about Twitter and Facebook and shit like that you you get the whole big picture because he told that boy numerous times you need to chill the fuck out and you need to quit playing with me i'm grown like he wasn't saying that but he was like hey you better watch it okay you know chill out you know he letting them know i'm a grown man in my 60s i got that grown man strength i got that grown man strength gave that boy plenty of warning but the only thing the media was showing was just the end results of them fighting. That's all that they showed. And then you had these people, oh, we need better teachers in the school and shit like that. I'm just glad that, you know, I found the original video because they spent that all the way around. Like this black brute is beating the shit out of this little Mexican boy. You know what I'm saying? And just seeing the whole video, I'm just like, oh, that was justified that ass whooping was justified in upside down in and out it was justified through and through i have no problems with that ass whooping no problems at fucking all with that ass whooping none what so damn ever and shout out to the young lady uh cecilia diaz jimenez for starting to go fund me for Mr. Riley. The original goal was $50,000 and as of right now that young lady has raised over $184,000 for this brother. And this is going to go towards his legal fees and to help him uh you know with the criminal charges that the parents plan on bringing for Mr. Riley. And I'm telling you right now Mr. Riley I know you might have thought that you acted out in anger or something like that. You gave that boy plenty of chances to back the fuck up. Came in there, hit you with a basketball, called you all kind of niggas and bitch niggas. And you just had to let him know what time it is. And I bet you that that child won't step to a grown man again like that. You taught him a very, very valuable G-code lesson. So not all heroes wear capes. Some of them hand out ass whoopings in the classroom. All right, so moving on to the last portion of the show, health over wealth. You know what I say, without your health, you cannot enjoy your wealth. So this quote comes from Marcus Garvey, 
I was watching uh, House Party 2 yesterday. It was on, man, do y'all fuck with this channel, BET Her? So it's a channel for black women. Uh, it's BET and they show like uh, just movies geared towards black women. And then there's some uh, shows on there too, but it's like rerun shows or whatever. But they showed House Party 2 and House Party 3 back to back. And so I sat down and watched House Party 2. And you know, this is when a kid goes to college and play just gets that uh that rate that record state that rate record store and you know so kid is in college and he's in a black studies class and he says a quote from marcus garvin i just thought that it was very fitting and uh, i looked it up to make sure it was legit and it was and this quote goes like this if you haven't confidence in self you are twice defeated in the race of life with confidence you have won even before you have started marcus garvey and i just thought that was a beautiful quote um i know the new year is getting is approaching fast and a lot of times we like to set huge goals and things of that sorts um but the first thing that you need especially my black folks because the system miseducates us and beats us down before we even know what we're doing you know they don't give you confidence in self off rip you learning about that your ancestors were slaves and a white man saved you out of savage africa and that's it you know saved you out of savage africa you worked for free dr king march now nigga you're here that's pretty much all that they fucking tell you you don't learn about anything more until most of us get to college or we go to a black center school like i did um which was a uh, king primary and then uh king science center so they basically went in depth in the black studies uh and learned about different people different prominent black people so we did learn about garvey we learned about you know like may jemison and uh, you know we learned just a whole bunch we learned about the moors and things of that sort so it's just very fitting to have confidence in yourself so you know you have to really read a lot and learn your history and there's a great book i forgot the brother's name but he has a book called when we ruled and it talks about the great african empires um before colonization it's a it's a thick ass book it's about bible thick but it reads sort of like a textbook and it has a few pictures in it and i forgot that brother's name I forgot the brother's name. It's just slipping my mind. But that's a great book. But just read and learn about your history. And this even goes for people, other, you know, non-whites who aren't black. Learn your goddamn history. Don't be miseducated by the public school system or even the private school system here in America because it's designed to make you an employee for somebody. You know, confidence in self is key build that confidence up live your dream chase your dream put that work in and make it do what it damn do uh this episode will not have a g-code lesson but next week's episode will okay i was supposed to have an interview with an og but it just kind of fell through so i need to do a little bit more research so it won't sound so hood on this next lesson you know what i'm saying so i gotta read up a little bit and sound a little bit more articulate with this next lesson uh since my folk cancel on me but it's all good it's all love and uh i will see y'all next week and as always i love y'all one